0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hardcastle's How To, the Financial Literacy Edition. This episode, we're going to be talking about student loans and the FAFSA. So first of all, let's talk about how are you going to pay for school. Well, there's three different ways you can primarily pay for school. One, student loans. Two, using grants. Three, scholarships. Let's briefly talk about what each of those is and how you would have to go about potentially repaying that money back. First are your student loans. Of the three types, these are the ones that you need to pay back. So student loans, whether you take out money from the federal government, which you would call a federal loan, or you take out a private loan, they would be money that you would use to pay for your schooling, and they need to be paid back plus interest once you're done. Couple things that we've talked about in class that you need to remember about loans. Number one, when at all possible, you want to try and go with federal loans over private loans. Typically, you're going to have better interest rates, better repayment options, and a little bit more flexibility with a federal loan than you are with a private loan from a lender like a bank. The other important thing to remember about loans is that there's a variety of types. Subsidized loans don't start accruing interest until you're done with schooling. So if you take out a loan your freshman year, you're gonna owe that same amount by the time that you start paying. That's a subsidized loan. An unsubsidized federal loan is going to start accruing interest the minute you take it out. So both are useful, both are going to be better than taking a loan out from a private lender, but it's important to know the difference between a subsidized and unsubsidized loans. Now let's talk grants. Grants are money from either the state or the federal government, that you receive, typically they're based on income. Sometimes they can be based on family situations and other unique circumstances, but grants do not need to be paid back and they are money that you apply towards your schooling. So if you qualify for grants, absolutely, use those before you take out loans because honestly, it's as close to free money as you're going to get. Remember, there is no such thing as free money, but a grant is pretty darn close finally, the thing that we talk about a lot is scholarships. Scholarships will be awards that are given to you. They can come from local organizations, the state, or even um, the, you know, federal level. They can also come from the school that you're attending. And scholarships are money that you are earning for achieving or accomplishing something. This could be related to athletics. It could be related to academics. It could be related to community service. There are thousands and thousands of scholarships out there. They all have different terms, they all have different amounts, so it's really hard to kind of sum them all up into one, but scholarships are a great way to help supplement and pay for your schooling. So be sure when you go to, to figure out how to pay your bill that you're looking into all three of those kinds, scholarships, grants, and loans. Now that we've covered the basics of how to pay for school, let's spend a little bit of time talking about how you go about getting these student loans. In order to qualify for federal student loans, you need to complete something called the FAFSA. This wonderful abbreviation stands for the Free Application for Federal Student Aid. It's an application that you need to fill out every year, and the government then uses it to determine what kind of federal aid you will qualify for. So this is where you can get information about loans and grants from the federal government that you qualify for. Now, you're going to need a a variety of documentation in order to complete the FAFSA, and it can be a much less stressful process if you're ready to go from the start. So let's briefly talk about some of the things that you need to complete it. First, you need to make sure that you have your Social Security card and your driver's license, because you will need to fill out that information. Next, you're going to need to have records and documentation of all kinds of earned income. Now, the most standard type of documentation that you'll need is your tax returns. Now, if you are filling this out on your own and you are a completely independent student, um, that means that you will just need your tax returns. But chances are, especially your first couple years of school, you'll be filling this out with your family. So you will also need their most recent tax returns too. The really nice thing about the FAFSA website is that it now integrates with the IRS, which is the tax, the Internal Revenue Service, which we file our taxes with. And so you can actually authorize them to access your information from the IRS. This is amazing because you used to have to have all the documentation from your tax returns, going through and manually entering numbers, and it was a very cumbersome process. If your family has other types of income that maybe do not show up, on tax forms or maybe have a separate tax form, you also will need to have proof of that. Now the website when you're filling this out is very good about asking you guiding questions and then depending on how you and your family respond, they'll tell you what additional documentation you need. So if you're sitting here thinking, I have no idea if I have other forms of income, that's okay. The website will ask you questions as you're filling out your application and it will let you know what additional paperwork you may need. Now you're also going to need some information about your bank. That means they're going to want to know how much you have in savings. They want to know what your bank accounts look like. You'll also potentially need to document any unique family circumstances. So if there's a divorce in your family or different custody arrangements, anything like that, you may need to provide legal documentation so that they know what's going on. Again, this may not apply to everyone, but if you're thinking that it might apply to you, Based on how you answer the questions, the application process will guide you through what types of information you need to submit. This one's really important. You need to have your school codes for where you want this financial information sent. Because yes, the government determines your eligibility, but they send it to the schools and the schools then process how much you are going to receive. It's called your financial aid offer. So you need to have your school code. Each different You know, university has a, a code with the FAFSA agency and you need to make sure you've got that school code. So if you want to look at Bowling Green and Toledo and Ohio State, you need to make sure going in that you have all three of those school codes ready to go. <music> the last important thing to remember about filling out your application for federal student aid is when to fill it out. Now, Each year for the upcoming school year, the application window opens on October 1st. So if you are graduating in 2020 and you will be starting college in the fall of 2020, you need to be filling out your free application for federal student aid October 1st or shortly thereafter. You want to fill it out as quickly as possible because some aid that you could be eligible for is first come, first served. So if you don't fill it out until much later in the process, you could miss out on being offered aid. So if you are going to be looking at attending college in the upcoming fall, you would wanna fill it out that the previous October. So if you are attending college in fall of 2020, you wanna make sure that here in just a couple days, October 1st is coming up quick. You wanna make sure that you get that application filled out as quickly as possible that's it for this episode of hardcastle's how to the financial literacy editions make sure you tune into the next episode because we'll be talking about banking and how to find the right bank for you this is going to be really important for those of you who do not already have a bank account because chances are with where you're at in life you'll probably be starting one in the next couple months to a year so be sure to check it out